another episode of the Flourish Effect podcast. I am your host, Michelle Anna of lovemichelleanna.com. And can you guys believe that today is the second to last episode of season three? Next week, you will be listening to the season finale episode of the Intentional Pioneer season. And I don't even know what to say. That kind of flew. If you ask me, that kind of flew. So real quick, today's topic is going to be church hurt and the creative. So you already know we're going to dig deep into a few things that I feel like may be similar to our stories and how we all got here today. But of course, I want to start with a few announcements that I want to share with you guys. And then we're going to get right into the episode. So you guys know that we typically every season do a live season finale. And it's one of my favorite things to look forward to each and every season because it's a time where we literally get to do this live. You get to respond to the content. You get to respond to the episode. You get to respond to me in real time. And so that is going to be Sunday, May 16th. So if you're listening to this after, I am so sorry, but it is this Sunday, May 16th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Flourish Effect Instagram platform. So there should be a direct hyperlink in our show notes where you can tap that link and it'll take you straight to our Instagram platform. Um, But it is essentially the Flourish Effect underscore on Instagram. So that is exciting because I do have the title for that uh, live and it's called Embracing Your comeback. I feel like this season we were talking about a lot of the different elements of what it means to be an intentional pioneer. We talked about normalizing rest. We talked about priorities versus balance, right? We talked about the wounds of a pioneer, right? The wounds that we go through as a creative we also talked about the authentic storyteller. And um, and I think these are all different elements that we can all relate to at different points of our lives as creatives. And so Sunday will be no different. It's just, it's just gonna be real hype because we're gonna be live. And if you know anything about my live episodes, they go in, okay? So that is Sunday, May 16th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you make your way over to saving that into your calendar some way, shape, or form. The other live that we're doing, and this is probably um, gonna be a little bit of a short notice, but it is on May 13th, Thursday, May 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are celebrating our one-year anniversary. Can you guys believe that this platform for creatives, this community for creatives was simply my response to God and me saying yes and me being obedient along the way. And somehow, some way, we formed a family, we formed a friendship, we formed this bond. And you guys have been showing up uh, every season and week in and week out and daily on our Instagram platform to just receive and to really uh, get into this knowledge and into this information on how to flourish in your soul in your business and in your communities. And so we are turning one year and this is super special because we're actually finally in our response 
uh, to you guys, to the creative, I have been working on something really, really super special for the creative. And we shared in our newsletter. So if you follow our newsletter, or if actually, if you're subscribed to our newsletter, you already know what I'm going to share. So I'm going to share with you just a glimpse of what it is. But essentially, um, ever since about maybe a few months ago, let's say like November, December, I had this idea of creating a digital devotional slash workbook situation where it it was curated specifically for the creative. Um, maybe you have gone through different levels of confidence. Maybe you have lacked confidence. Maybe right now you've lacked confidence. Maybe you've been overwhelmed as a creative and you have no idea where to start with your daily habits or lifestyles or routine or whatever the case is, but we have been able to curate something super special for you. So that's all I'm going to drop today in today's episode. But by next week, there'll be a link in the show notes for you guys to, um, see what I'm talking about. But if you want to know the details, make sure that you join me on the flourish effect underscore on Instagram tomorrow, May 13th at 1pm Eastern Standard Time, where we're just going to have a nice little virtual party and celebrate the one year anniversary of this platform that was literally birthed in the middle of a pandemic, y'all in the middle of a pandemic. And here we are a year later, God has been faithful. And he's been able to to allow us to just connect on this level. And I'm so appreciative of that. So two lives coming up. Make sure you're subscribed to the What's Up Creatives newsletter because they get the tea before it hits the socials, okay? Before it hits the socials. So I actually want to go ahead and make a turn here into the episode for today because I recently kind of started to share my experience with church hurt. And I want to do a quick disclaimer before I actually get into the episode, because I think it's very, very important to share this part first, before we get into all of the different details, because I'm going to explain what church hurt even means. Um, I'm going to talk about maybe why it's a big deal for some people. And I'm also going to talk about, I'm going to share story time, but then I also want to talk about things that I have learned, because maybe your experience church hurt Uh, Right now, maybe you have experienced it and you haven't really processed it in a way that is maybe healthy or conducive to your growth and maybe you've been stuck. And so if that sounds like you, make sure you screenshot this episode, make sure that you um, tag us or post your, your, uh, your screenshot on Instagram and tag us with the things that you have learned from the episode. Because most importantly, we want to make sure that this episode and this podcast as a whole and community as a whole is responding to the need that you as a creative currently has. And so what I want to say is that I love the church. I honor the church. I grew up in church and there have been such beautiful experiences that I have had as a result of growing up in church. And I think that I would never Uh, I would never take that away from my experience, right? Like all of the good that has been birthed out of being raised in, um, in the way that I've been raised, right? Like, I don't know who I would be or how it would have turned out had my mom not decide or my parents decided like, you know, we're going to raise up this child in the faith. And I honestly feel like it can be a gift and also, 
I'm not sure if, if curse is the right word, but for lack of better words, let's just say that. Um, and I say gift because of all the things that I said. You know, you you get to experience this form of faith and, and you get to kind of learn about God at that level and to that exposure. And also you just get like this like cultural community kind of uh, childhood and teenage years that is so close knit that um, you you end up bonding and forming memories in a way that it'll last forever, right? And I say curse because as an adult, I have had to I have had the the beautiful opportunity to get to go to get to know God on my own. And I think that that is very, very vital and important, right? To get to know God and form a relationship with him, on your own, not for selfish gain or for selfish reasons, but to simply get to know the God that you serve. The more you get to know God, the more you see things in yourself that you want to change. I don't know about you, but that's a bond that's super special to me. The more I get to know the details of the Father, the more I get to know how creative God is and how intentional he is and the characteristics of God, the more I see the flaws and the things that I want to continuously work on on myself and to live that life is to know that we're not living for perfection right we're not living to just arrive somewhere but we're living to unravel and undo the different things that maybe life has taught us and haven't been conducive to our growth and so that's why I say the latter part of that sentence because there are a lot of things in my adulthood that I am finding that are not entirely conducive to me as a creative, right? A a lot of unraveling and undoing of um, mentality that God never intended for us, right? That God never uh, wanted us to to believe about ourselves, right? Um, I remember recently I did a video about how I felt like God was really mothering me in this season. And I knew that that was gonna be a very dynamic kind of thing to express. And there was no other way for me to express it other than to share it in the way that I that God gave it to me. And I, I, I was kind of in awe because I was like, wow, if you think about mothers and if you think about people who are nurturing and who are mothering people, you think about, wow, like how did they gain those characteristics? How is it that they're able to assume that role in such a graceful way, or at least work their way into that and learn how to become that way? How is that, right? We, we've got to have gotten it from somewhere, right? <laughs> and so it just was such a deep revelation because I, I have felt like in that season, God was just nurturing my heart. God was nurturing my heart in a way that a mother would. God was speaking into me and affirming me in a way that that I felt like a mother would. And so to me, growing up, I felt like that wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? Like it would have, I felt like people would have looked at me like I was crazy. What, what do you mean, girl? God is mothering you. Here's our father. But that's the part that I want to get to. I want to I wanted to challenge the language that that I had adapted to and kind of learn God for myself. And so growing up in church, like I said, was a beautiful gift for me because I was able to to experience the 
the things that I have been able to experience, but also as an adult, I'm having to undo a lot of things. So definition of church hurt, I don't have anything in front of me. So what y'all are about to get is literally what's on my mind and what I feel like church hurt is. Um, But I needed to start off with that honor because I honor leaders, I honor pastors, I honor ministers, and I honor the organization of the church and the work, especially in the middle of this pandemic, the work that they have been able to do to show up for the community, right? And so what is church hurt? In my humble opinion, I feel like church hurt is a uh, an experience or an emotion or a situation that happens that is hurtful, right? That is painful, um, that is unexpected as a result of it being under a ministry or under an organization or under a church, right? And so the reason why this is such a big deal is because church represents a place of safety, right? Um, a church is supposed to represent a place of holiness and, and can't know, there's no way that there's anything that is wrong with the church, right? There's no way that I'd experience hatred. There's no way that I'd experience anything other than goodness and amazingness at a church, right? And I'm being sarcastic. Um, but the thing is, the reason why this is such a big deal is because because of that. No one expects that when you are in a church that you would experience church hurt or church disappointment from people or leaders or uh, other members um, in the church, right? And so because it's so unexpected, because it is so disappointing and hurtful, it ends up being a big deal because it's something that 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 is tied to our spiritual experience or our faith experience. Then what happens is because it's tied to our faith or spiritual experience, because it is at church, we tend to, and I'll just say we, cause I'm not trying to like point fingers. We tend to then hold that hurt or hold that experience as if it were God that hurt us, as if it were a direct reflection of what God intended for us to go through. When in fact, because we are in the midst of humans and because your pastor (laughs) and the leaders at your church are indeed, I, I hate to break it to you. I really, really hate to break it to you, but are indeed human and they're people and they struggle and they sin. Surprise, surprise. They sin as well. We tend to hold them up at such a high level that the moment that their humanity is exposed, we're like, we, we just automatically feel like, oh no, can't th- this ain't for me. This God thing ain't for me. And here's the thing with that, right? I understand that there, there is a standard. There's, there's a way, um, of living. There's a, uh, y'all don't want to know the private lives of our leaders or anything like that. You don't want to know that your leader is capable of possibly disappointing you, right? That that's 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 something we don't ever want to even know. We don't ever want to even experience because they just couldn't ever. They wouldn't ever, and and all that good stuff, right? And so, I think 
what happens here is that we get so lost in the experience. We get so lost in the disappointment that we end up not only walking away from the church, but we walk away from God because we've placed the hurt in place of God. And we think that God is the one that hurt us when it wasn't God that hurt us. It was a human, right? It was an imperfect human. And so where do we go from here, right? Where, where do we go from the hurt that we've experienced to then the process of forgiveness or the process of un, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say unmarry, but we have to kind of detach the actual person from God. Because if, if we attach it and we think that the hurt comes from God, we end up putting people in the, on this pedestal when God is the only one that should sit at the throne of your heart. God is the only one that is perfect. And so people will disappoint you, um, even our leaders and maybe even our pastors. Um, they're at some point or another, they're not going to always live up to this standard. And I feel like this is really hard. <laughs> I have a lot of pastor friends. I love, I love every single one of, um, you know, my minister friends and all this stuff. And so I, I just... I want to kind of be an advocate here on both sides. So I'm finding myself trying to make sure that I speak on on behalf of just like this this person, myself, that has experienced church hurt, but now kind of being on the other side, right? Still remembering the things that I felt so that I can relate to you if you're going through it right now, but also being on the other side of the things that I have learned. And so... I want to share a little story time and then I'm going to share um, the things that I've learned as a result of even my experience, just so that you know you're not alone, that you have also someone that has gone through church hurt as well. And yes, it hurts and yes, it's disappointing, but it does not define you and your legacy and where you're going in ministry uh, because ministry is not just reserved for the four walls of the church. But I will say that being a part of a community does help for our growth. And it just adds an element of unique opportunity and experience to experience the heart of God with healthy community. And so for me, a few years ago, y'all, I actually got sat down because of what I did with social media, Um, because I was out here sharing my unscripted grief journey, and um, I was an influencer, and there was a lot of misunderstanding, and so that's why I know a lot of the wounds and pains of being a forerunner, right, of being a trailblazer, Um, because I've been there. I have uh, been misunderstood. Uh, I have been labeled. I have been sat down. I have been uh, low-key rejected. I have been all these different things. I have been there and never really talked about it because I didn't want to talk about church hurt because it was a trending topic, but rather I wanted to talk about it at the right time so that we can all heal together, y'all. There's work to be done and we cannot be stuck on an experience that uh, was never meant to even be your portion, right? And so here we are. Um, I'm doing my social media thing and uh, I 
I was actually asked to not be a part of the worship team. And when I tell you, y'all, that hurt me so much. And it's interesting because at the time, you know, I was actually learning how to merge my actual ministry and like just like the revelations and insights that God was giving me in my grief journey after, um, you know, experiencing the loss of a spouse and just like all these different things. And so because this dynamic had never really been married before, like being a beauty influencer, lifestyle influencer, but then you're talking about Jesus, how does this make any sense? So I wasn't churchy enough for the church folks, for lack of better words. And that really hurt because my heart posture was to serve God and to discover the unique way and form of doing that. And I had finally felt like I discovered that, but then I still wanted to serve the local church. And so time passed and that happened and it is what it is, right? I actually wrote a uh, Instagram post about it a few weeks ago, maybe actually maybe like a month or two ago, kind of like sharing that. But you know what I love about God is that the very thing that we felt like hurt us, he will go in that thing and restore that thing as if it never happened. And so can you guys believe the very thing that I was, was, uh, that I was attacked in, God used as a tool and as a portal, if you will, for me to then serve in that same capacity to build a creative team in another church. And so the same area that the enemy thought he had jurisdiction in and he was going to go ahead and uh, get me and, and discourage me in and I was going to walk away, God was like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to learn some lessons here as a result of this. There are some things that you're going to learn and one day you will teach and you will share. But for now, like in this time frame, I'm going to trust me. You got to trust me that I will redeem this and I will restore it as if it never even happened. And that's exactly what happened. God then gave me, presented this open door out of nowhere, maybe a year or a year and a half later, um, where I was able to cultivate an amazing team of creatives um, at a church. And I was able to build them up within social media media ministry y'all can y'all believe that within the social media team and that to me was such it, it, it was like God showing me that even on a career level, that even on this level, industry level, I care about the things that you do. I care about the hurts that you have experienced as a result of a human, but I also wanted you to learn some things at this level. And so I want to share those things with you because I feel like I never want to diminish the pain that you may have experienced. And there are levels to the different situations and scenarios. I I went through it on that level. I don't know what you went through in your church hurt. So this is me speaking from the experience that I have had and the things that I have learned. And if you find yourself in a place that you have experienced or currently experienced and trying to heal from church hurt, I want you to, uh, I want to encourage you to consider these few things. The first one is process, right? Take the time 
to process what happened in your experience. And as hard as it may be, try to look at it from the two, the, the both sides, right? The two different perspectives. And when I started doing that and when I started processing that, it showed me a lot of things, not only about myself, because even that was humbling. I had to humble myself, right? And understand that there were certain things that I still had to grow in at that level, even in the misunderstanding and even in the unexpected disappointments and all of that stuff. I had to look at it um, and say, wow, okay, there are some things that I need to process here in on my own that I am learning that is going to really build up and develop my character in a way that it just had to happen. It just had to happen this way. Now, processing and looking at it from the other perspective will allow you to then say, not to justify the situation, but also at least try to uh, wrap your head around the fact that you are not the only member in a church, right? Your pastor cannot just cater to you day in and day out. I know that's kind of like an ouch and a reality, but they have lives as well right? Or your team members, or you just never know what people are going through in their mental health. You never know what people are going through in their personal life. You never even know what, what season these, these leaders or pastors or ministers are in when they mishandled you, if you will, right? Doesn't justify anything. Uh, but I just want to make sure that I present that to you so that you kind of see yourself in this process. So process both sides. The second thing that I learned is the reality of imperfections, right? <laughs> the, the reality of imperfections and the things that are imperfect about people and humanity and even in the church, right? Oh my gosh, like there's imperfection in the church. Y'all, wherever there is humans, there is imperfection. Even if you go to a hospital, let's say you're going to a hospital and you want to experience, um, you want to get a diagnosis or you want to get um, medicine or whatever the case is. When you go to a hospital, there are people that need a cure for something. There are people with broken limbs. There are people, but they all go there for a reason, right? To get healthy, to get better, to get restored in whatever capacity, but you're still going to find unhealthy things and you're still going to find all these different elements and surprises along the way. Hope that was a good enough uh, example, but I'm really trying to shed light to this topic because I feel like church hurt is something that it can become such a trendy topic that we don't really deal with the issue of it all. And the issue of it all is to disrupt unity within the body of Christ. And so if we see it for what it is and we attack it head on, we can then forgive and move forward and be united so we can build up the church of God, right? So the third thing is identity, Right, I learned identity in God and not in a title or affirmation of man. Y'all, I used to be so caught up because 
I'm like, I don't know where I belong in this system. I don't know where I belong. I know I can pray. I know I can sing. I know I could write. I know I can count money, you know, in the finance team. I know I could do this. I could do that. And I, and so I used to be so caught up in how it makes sense to serve the kingdom of God within a church that I didn't really realize what was happening the whole time was that I had a whole virtual ministry, right? I was speaking into the lives and being a disciple, right? Or, or really ministering into the lives of people and going out there and building people and letting, being this whole social media evangelist that I didn't realize that that was happening the whole entire time. But now that I am on this side, that's such a valuable lesson. I found my identity in God, right? And not in a title in a church. And I eliminated the affirmation that I needed so badly at the time from man or from from a, a leader or someone to affirm what God had already affirmed concerning me. I didn't need a man, woman, leader, whatever to affirm that in me because God had already put it in me. And so while he was making a demand on the deposit that he put in me, I was shrinking back because I'm like, well, does isn't it supposed to look like this within the church? And the whole time he's like, no, boo. I'm making a demand right now on the deposit that I put on the inside of you because right now, this is the time for the virtual presence of your language, of your voice for this generation to make a soul level impact. The last thing that I learned that was probably one of the most tender parts of this whole experience or hearty parts, as I say, of this whole experience is forgiveness. Forgiveness, the beauty of forgiveness, but also the strength and the, the, how hard it is to come to this place. And I feel like maybe some people may not agree. Maybe, maybe you forgive quickly and, and you're just not like me and, and God bless you. But for me, it took this process, right? And, and finally I landed on forgiveness, and the reality of the fact that sometimes you will never receive an apology, but you have to move forward and forgive anyway. And I remember once I got to that level of understanding forgiveness because Jesus forgave me so quickly to the, to the point where he forgets, God forgets what we've done once he has forgiven us. Can you imagine how quickly he forgives us, right? When we come before God and, and, and we express to him, when we come before him with a, a repentant heart and, and just ask for forgiveness, imagine if he was like, no, I'm going to have you wait a day or two or three or four. And he opts to not do that. Immediately, he forgets and he forgives. What a beautiful form of love, right? And I understand we not God, right? So I'm just being real with y'all. But ever since 
that experience and a few other experiences, I've learned the art and the beauty of forgiving quickly. Now, I'm not saying that you forgive quickly and it's kind of like not a process. For me, I would like to explain it as a daily process of forgiving. Um, I have decided to forgive, but sometimes I'm going to have triggers for certain things. And I may even remember, unfortunately, I may even remember um, certain things and, 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 uh, It's just the way it is, right? But at the end of the day, because I have chosen forgiveness, I must move forward and I can't hold this person on this cross of this experience that they had me experience when I never really even wanted to go through that in the first place, right? Who who wants to go through any hurt? Who wants to go through any form of disappointment? I mean, I don't don't know about you, but I know... As for me, I don't just subscribe to go through a painful experience. And so I really hope that this episode was helpful for someone in some way experiencing church hurt right now. Or if there's someone that you know that have just been in this place of despair and disappointment and desperation because of a of a unfortunate um, church-related experience, I would love for you to share this episode with them. I don't know all the answers, but I do know that I'm not the only creative that has gone through this situation or this type of experience. And so I just really wanted to um, make sure that I responded and that I was obedient into including this episode into this season. So super thankful that you stuck around for as long as you did to listen to the whole episode. I am so excited for the live episode this Sunday on May 16th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on the Flourish Effect platform on Instagram. I cannot wait to see you there. And if you make it to our live tomorrow, make sure you come hype because we are celebrating one year of being around as the Flourish Effect. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.